Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Authentic Conversations with Lulu Podcast and I am your host Lucira Rudzizo. Thank you so much for listening again. After such a long time of silence, after such a long time of no communication, I mean I've been gone, I've been gone. I missed recording so much, I missed... Um, I just missed pouring myself out, you know, in the past weeks. I just have not been able to record. The Lord has just been so good to me, opened a new door in my life that I have been anticipating for so long. Um, that has distracted my consistency. However, I do promise that I am working on working on <laughs> A new routine where I can just be able to record or rather release episodes a little bit more consistently. In my last episode, I did mention that we could maybe work on a bi-weekly release. So um, I'm still working on that. I have not found my feet as yet, but I will definitely come through um, for all of us. I'll be coming through for you. I'll be coming through for myself as well, because look... I enjoy recording, I enjoy podcasting, and I enjoy the engagement that I get, especially every time after we, after you listen to the episode and you give feedback, it gives me life. So when I'm not recording, I don't even get to engage with most of you. So I really, really enjoy that. So yeah, please don't forget to follow me on social media. On Facebook, it's Lucy Matali Raluzuizo. If you cannot spell my name and say name, just search for Authentic Conversations with Lulu on Facebook. I'm sure you will find the podcast posts and you will see my name. Then you can just add me as a friend there. And then on Instagram, it's at Authentic Conv underscore with underscore Lulu. So that's it. Those are my social media pages. I don't have a lot of, you know, social media situations, not on Twitter, not on YouTube yet, but we are coming. We are coming. So, yeah, a week or two, I think two weeks ago, I was invited to speak at a wedding um, to welcome a bride to marriage, you know. So it was such a great honor for me to be invited on such a platform because I'm, I still consider myself as a new bride myself. You know, I still consider myself as a newlywed. So that invitation came as such an honor. It was such a humbling invitation. And I was not able to record my speech at the wedding. But everything that I've spoken about there, I thought it was worth sharing with you. So some of the stuff that I spoke about at the wedding are things that we have spoken about on the podcast. However, you know, every time you deliver something, it's different. So I'm just going to be talking about all the 10 points that I spoke about at the wedding. I'm keeping those here for the people that were at the wedding and wish the speech was recorded and was not. And I'm also putting it out there for the people that would love to know what I spoke about at the wedding. Um, that were not there so I'm just recording um, what I said to the bride that had invited me to welcome her into the beautiful institution of marriage so I love love marriage you I'm sure you already know this by now if you're a follower 
of the podcast and if you are new please just know that lucy loves marriage lucy loves relationships and lucy loves doing things um in a way that pleases the lord lucy loves godly marriages and godly relationships and i'll always advocate for that even in my podcast so even if i have to record one thing 10 times um by all means please so anyway um here are some of the things that i spoke about i did a whole podcast on this one that you marry an individual but marry into a community so when i was speaking about this i was mainly focused on the fact that when we get married there is so much work that is done on the couple yet there is little work done on the community there's very little work that is done on the community and it is said it is said because especially in our black um, communities particularly in south africa the community tends to be the biggest problem in in the couple's marriage so the two individuals that marry each other so individual x and individual y are marrying each other so this is an individual marrying an individual another individual marrying another individual these individual individuals there is work done on them in terms of premarital counseling you know they date each other and get to know one another however most of the times when this is happening there is no work done on the community and then the community tends to be a problem in the marriage of the two individuals that are happily married and that are happy to be married to one another however they tend to experience obstacles that are a result of the communities that they are married into the communities that they are married into are the friends of their spouse you know the family of their spouse the church of their spouse the all the people surrounding their spouse now becomes the community they belong to by virtue of being married to this person now the community does not have any work done on them and i say this because the community does not get to date your spouse a lot like you would you know and they do not get to go for premarital counseling with you and as a result they do not get to you know go through the necessary motions as a single person you go through that season of understanding that these are my last days as a single person this will be expected of me when i get married and this is what i expect from my partner this is what i might need to do this this is what i might need to stop doing this is what we might be doing together all of that and this is you know you learn this new person and see how you're going to incorporate them in your life however our families and friends are not involved in this process and you will find that parents are not able to let go um siblings are not able to let go or even accept the spouse they are they believe so i am of this belief that every new season comes as a result of a mourning you mourn a previous season when you are launched or when you go into a new season so for a lot of families and friends they are not able to mourn the season of their friend being single or their sibling or their child being single you know and 
transition properly into understanding that they are married many of them express that i've spoken about this on the podcast about uh, misplaced emotions where you find a more valid reason to express what you are truly feeling for example um, a christian single lady that is trying to date and having a secret relationship gets heartbroken and instead of just admitting that i am heartbroken over the fact that my boyfriend broke up with me or my boyfriend cheated on me or my girlfriend did that to me um instead of that i will just find an excuse in a more valid reason like i miss my late grandmother because it makes sense to the human race to people in general it makes sense to them for me to miss my late grandmother that than it would for them to hear that i am crying over a boyfriend you know um you you think that that's what would be and because most times it is that people just feel get over it and move on you were not married to this person but there were emotions involved so you will not be okay so um you get that in 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 a different perspective however when somebody gets married people also go through that where they misplace their emotions instead of you know processing whatever emotions that come with their friend brother or sister getting married they either come in a form of anger or frustration or hatred or jealousy towards the spouse of the individual they knew before the individual became one with another individual so it becomes a big problem in a lot of marriages and it causes a lot of um unnecessary drama in a lot of marriages and it 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 disturbs the whole process so it becomes the duty of the spouse to protect their spouse um in that and protecting their spouse may mean the end of some relationship so in it all what i was saying was that or what i'm saying what i'm of the belief of is that when you get married as well try and go through the emotions with your siblings and friends and family have these conversations with them so that you prepare them for the greater um part of things um bring them in on how you plan to do things how you intend on living your life so that people do not intend hate your partner get angry at your partner at least there there will be some emotions that are worked on you know unlike when there is nothing done and people are just navigating their own way so when you're getting married i admonish you to involve the people that are around you in your journey of getting married to also hear where they are their fears you know so that you are able to cater for them as well so you mustn't assume that because you are the one that is getting married they are not affected they are affected they are in your life take care of that together with them so that it becomes easier for you to transition into marriage and if you are the community in this instance be intentional about renewing your mind regarding the individual that you are related to that is getting married so that when they are married you do not become a problem in their marriage because you are not mourning their season of singlehood um in the wrong way so that you are able to mourn that season properly and you are able to transition properly into their new season of marriage right so another thing is that marriage has no recipe you do what works for you and your partner um there is no manual for marriage there is no 
standard well the standard for marriage is christ and the church right so the standard for marriage is christ loving the church meaning the husband in this case loving his wife as christ loves the church and and the wife submitting to their husbands that is the standard and submission submission has to be defined between the individuals it is not a societal standard per se right there are those standards that exist unsaid and unsaid or said there are standards that exist in terms of submission however this is a conversation that needs to happen between husband and wife as well as the loving because you know um we need to be sure we are on the same page as far as what love is and what submission is so that is the standard for marriage however marriage has no recipe just like your relationship with christ has no recipe you know it has guidelines yes but a recipe not necessarily right so you and your spouse or whoever and their spouse they need to do what works for them um because there's a lot of standards that are given by human beings that become heavy in marriage and um, for example as i said in our black communities there are those cultural and traditional um practices that are set standards for marriage but they do not work for everybody and as a result some people are frustrated in their marriages because they are not able to perform some of those tasks right and um, it is believed that the wife must bring hot water to wash their hands before they eat for some people it doesn't work the husband doesn't mind walking up to the basin to wash their hands before they eat if that works for your marriage do that you know um if your husband washes your feet when you come back from work do that it shouldn't be that wives you need to wash your husband's feet you know basically find a way that works and maneuver around that you know find a way that works and this is because there is no other individual in this world that has ever been married to the individual that you are married to or there is no individual that is in marriage with the individual that you are married to because some people um were married divorced and remarried right so the statement of no one was ever married to them wouldn't necessarily be true for those people however in this case what i'm trying to say is that in this present moment you are the only wife that your husband knows and they are the only husband that you know and in this instance you would need to be the wife that your husband needs and they need to be the husband that you need you know as a wife so you do what works for you as those unique individuals that have never existed in this world so your marriage has never existed find a way of making it work in the best possible way for the two of you so that you are not frustrated by the standards that are imposed by other people when you get into marriage do not perform be yourself and this is because marriage is not a stage where you perform for 2 hours and then you get off 
and then you go be yourself somewhere else, right? So you need to be yourself 100% of the time. And by this, I do not mean that people should not be willing to grow, should not be willing to learn, should not be willing to change. By all means, please change, you know, learn, grow, do whatever that needs to happen for you to be the best person for your spouse, you know. And by this, I'm not meaning that you should change yourself. I'm saying that refine yourself in the best possible way for your partner. However, do not perform. Do not. I've done a podcast on this one as well that let your relationship be based on truth and not an impression. You are not there to impress your spouse they married you because they love you you are not there to put impressions of course there'll be a need you know for you to just pull you know a few strings here and there however don't perform this is not a stage where you perform and get off this is a lifetime and a lifetime is too long for you to be performing in marriage and not being yourself you need to just be yourself be yourself just be yourself you know um if you are not able you are not as domesticated as i am let it be known that you are not that domesticated girls and do what you are able to do to the best of your abilities so don't say i'm not domesticated and you leave everything else to your spouse if you are not domesticated but you are a good with tech you're good with that with that do that so that you relieve you relieve your spouse of some but sorry of some burden so you don't have to um leave your spouse to have to be heavy burden you just need to be yourself but consider it i think that makes it a, a better sense don't sacrifice yourself in marriage but compromise um i gave an example with the issue of kids and studies there's a lot of other things in marriage a lot of other things because this is your whole life now joined to another person so in terms of sacrifice and compromise don't sacrifice yourself if you feel there are certain ambitions and dreams that you'd like to achieve before maybe you have children communicate with your spouse that babe i would love to do my master's first or my phd first because i think if we have children i wouldn't be able if we have children now i wouldn't be able to achieve that or babe i'm thinking help me establish my business because if we buy a house now we would not be able to now push the business or if we don't buy the house now you know all these things you compromise but you don't sacrifice yourself you don't say oh i have to make my partner happy let me leave it let me leave it because it's going to cause you to be bitter towards your spouse many years out along the line you'll be feeling like if i hadn't done this if i hadn't done that if I... and when you sacrifice yourself most times you do not even communicate with your spouse and then at the end you are going to feel like they are being ungrateful because you have done this and this and this and that you are going to feel old when it was never communicated that i would prefer to do one to three or i would prefer things to be done in this way so find a way of you know compromising where compromise is possible but by all means please do not sacrifice yourself because you you would be avoiding bitterness towards your partner you'd be avoiding bitterness towards your spouse with this so by all means excuse me by all means compromise in marriage but do not sacrifice yourself um 
forgiveness will help you in guarding the health of your mind so in marriage there is a lot of issues um there's a lot of issues that 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 can arise that will need forgiveness so you know forgiveness is a big part of love and we need to forgive you know as christ has forgiven us we need to love as christ loves us so in marriage in order to to guard your mental health especially towards the community that we spoke about because it might be easier to forgive your spouse but it might not be very easy for you to forgive the community that surrounds your marriage but be intentional about forgiveness because that helps you to remain healthy mentally because otherwise you are going to harbor a lot of bitterness a lot of anger a lot of frustration towards people um it could be your spouse or the community surrounding your marriage so you need to be intentional about forgiveness and be intentional about not taking offense once you're married you well this counts for everybody but in marriage be intentional about being slow to anger like be very slow to anger so that you guard your mental health and that you guard the relationships that are surrounding you as well and in disagreements in marriage in disagreements do not withdraw because withdrawal opens room for assumption and assumption brings distraction in disagreements let your union be the priority and always seek to win your marriage over arguments do not seek to win the argument seek to win your marriage seek to win your union let your marriage and your union with your partner always be a priority something you want to win at the end of that disagreement so an argument should never be your point of winning or a point of yourself proving yourself but your marriage should be the priority in every argument in every disagreement don't withdraw do not be that person that says i'm not going to talk to him for 7 days in those 7 days you are opening room for a lot of assumption your partner will be assuming this will be assuming that so allow your partner to understand what you are feeling allow your partner to know what that made you feel like or how that makes you feel like or how you see things and as partners let's respect each other's opinions even when we do not agree so you need to just put yourself in a place of understanding that I'm not going to open room for assumption in my marriage I'm going to let my partner know respectfully graciously and kindly you're going to let them know how whatever makes you feel like um Yeah so let marriage let your marriage or your union always be a priority. Um marriage amplifies flaws as well. So you must be willing to be accountable because I always say this if you don't want to know how flawed you are maybe you shouldn't be getting married because in marriage your flaws are going to be amplified. You are going to see how weak you are. You are going to see how you are not able to do certain things you are going to see how you are not as smart as you thought you were you know you're going to see just a lot of things because now there is two people coming together different ways of doing things and there's a lot more responsibility that is involved right now so that's just going to challenge you a bit however in it all you must know that marriage will definitely amplify your flaws but you must be willing to be accountable to your partner you must be willing to be vulnerable to your partner and spouse and say love um 
yes i wasn't aware of one two three i'll work at it or i was aware of that and this is what i've been doing to get better at it i would need you to assist me with one two three because i'm not able to master it you know i would need you to give me a little bit more time with one two three because i'm not able to master it as yet so you need to be accountable or i've done one two three in bettering what we spoke about so you your flaws are going to definitely be amplified be willing to be accountable. Do not always be out to defend yourself. Always remember that when you fight or when you disagree or when you argue with your spouse, right, you are not arguing with that person. You are fighting together for a to build a marriage. You are fighting together for this union. You are not fighting against each other. This is one thing that you must always have in your mind during arguments that we are not fighting against each other we are fighting together for this marriage so that helps you to address the issue and not the person that helps you to address the flaw and not the person so you will always be protecting your spouse um, even in addressing issues you'll always be protecting your spouse even in addressing flaws and by being accountable that helps you as well to build up your spouse because then they become strengthened when they realize that whatever that you speak about together gets practiced and continues right so you must communicate every little detail do not leave room for assumption there is no reading between the lines in marriage you must just communicate and let it be out there let it be clear another thing is that marriage does not derail purpose it amplifies your purpose your marriage is not there to derail what god intends to do in your life your marriage is not there to derail what god wants to do through you basically marriage is there to amplify and to better what god wants to do in the both of you through the both of you with the both of you so god wants to work in you with you through you and being married being married makes it better because even the bible says that two is better than one because greater is the result of their labor so purpose is amplified in marriage do not be fooled marriage will amplify your purpose marriage will I don't know it accelerates your purpose it's not supposed to derail your purpose in any way so do not get married and pack your purpose your ambitions your dreams if anything get married and pursue them together you have a better chance of succeeding now that there's somebody partnering with you so you do not only have the holy spirit now and the power from above you also have a partner that you can run with in this issue of purpose and marriage so please 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 when you get married hold on to your purpose and lastly lastly preserve your relationships I've also spoken about this that he who seeks isolation seeks destruction. You are a total sum of the relationships that you have. So if you isolate yourself from those people, you are going to be frustrated um because all you've known in your life is the relationships you have with the other people. So don't say that because I'm getting married, I'm letting go of my single friends, I'm letting go of whatever. Of course, 
certain relationships will fall off that is fine however be sure that you are not letting go of god ordained relationships because you are getting married you need to let go of this person and that person and that person don't let go of relationships unnecessarily don't pardon me don't let go of relationships without being critical about it without praying about it and just being sure that that you know um i should be letting go of it most of the time you really do not have to let go of any relationships those relationships are going to keep you um after getting married you may face a season of confusion here and there and this is because you are just you know in a new place in a new season in a new environment and um, there's so much that's necessary for you to do it's just it it may be it's not a season like that for everyone but i personally faced a bit of confusion because i, I had moved to venda um well for those that are not in south africa i had moved to a new city basically so i was learning to do things a new way a new church this and this and that there was just a lot of things and and that was a little confusing for me and in that season what kept me sane was the relationships i had all these years and also speaking of church right um it should be okay for a couple um i know that this is quite sensitive however it should be okay for a new couple to find a church that works for them as an as a couple because at times individual A is from church A individual B from church B and neither of these churches work best for the couple as a couple it should be okay for you guys to find a church that works for you guys however this shouldn't come out of disobedience this shouldn't come out of rebellion this shouldn't come out of disrespect this shouldn't shouldn't come out of pride it should indeed be because um 1 2 3 does not work for us you know um i don't know maybe doctrinal issues but it should really not be because when you feel that now that you're married your pastor cannot tell you this or tell you that or you don't want to serve in church anymore whatever you do do it in love let it be come from a let it be coming from a place of love from a place of genuinity you know from a place of purity let whatever you do be done in love let it come from a pure heart let it come from a pure heart um yeah i think that's it from me for today thank you so much for listening up to this end I truly appreciate you. Please share the podcast. Please like, please subscribe, share it with your friends. I always say this in my podcasts that there are people that you are surrounded with or surrounded by. There are people that you have reach of you there are people that you reach that I can reach. There are people that only you have access to so when you share my podcast with those people you are helping me reach more than you you are helping me reach more than just yourself but you are helping me reach a whole lot of other people so please share the podcast with others and let's continue listening i hope that i will be recording another episode soon so that um you do not become strangers and i do not become a stranger so That's it from me for today. Thank you so much for listening 
it really really feels good to record again i feel alive thank you and god bless you